Welcome to the Grace to Conquer show, where our vision is to empower you to overcome your struggles with grace and go from victim to victor, obliterating any obstacle and adversity that's in your path. Hi, my name is Kara, wife, mom, lifestyle coach, certified personal trainer turned entrepreneur, and now podcaster. My hope is that you will kick back, get a cup of coffee, and we can have a conversation, just you and me, about this thing called life. Being a mom is difficult, and there's so many things that can get in the way of what we are truly meant to do. So I'm here to talk about that candidly and my struggles and your struggles and the things that we're going through every day. So thanks for joining me and let's make this a great one. Hello, welcome back. Happy Friday. I know it's been a week since I last posted and I am so sorry. I actually came down with a head cold. I thought I was not going to get. It had been being passed from kid to kid and to my husband and for some reason I delayed in getting it but alas it hit me hard all week long and you could not understand me or once I started to speak I'd start to cough or sniffle so I apologize in advance if you hear a little of that um, as as you know I don't really edit I just kind of speak from my heart and that's what I'm going to be doing today (laughs) so I'm excited about today's episode because I decided to go in a different direction than what I was originally going to talk about I actually have um, quite a few episodes planned Um, for a reason, you know, I want to keep going with these episodes and give you what I thought you might need as my listener. And sometimes when you think you have something planned out, God shows you he has a different plan. So I've just been kind of, kind of soul searching, um, asking God what it was that he wanted me to talk to you um, about because you know, I've been, as I've told you before, doing my own thing when it comes to fitness. And so I decided to share exactly what I've been going through because you know what? We go through that so much. And with that being said, I've I've been going through something that I'm going to be sharing with you soon. And it's a detox of sorts. Uh, it is has to do with me trying to basically completely renew my mind and how I come out um, things like social media and how I present things such as even my podcast uh, to the world out there. It is such a new thing still for me to have been on social media and I feel like I've just been so submersed in it for the last year learning all the things I could about how to be better, how to sell myself, how to build my brand and you know, then I started hearing some other things and I I felt so conflicted for at least a good six months. Even in starting this podcast, it's really hard because I get on uh, social media and I feel like I have to sell my podcast um, or put a plug in here and there. And it's so hard to know what to listen to. And I'm so thankful that uh, I have a mentor named Stephanie Gass. Yes, I'm going to give her credit in here. She has an amazing podcast. She's very 
uh, God-centered in her work that she calls Kingdom Business, and she is all about helping Christian entrepreneurs. She just recently went through rebranding this last week. So if you can, check her out. Uh, Her name, Stephanie, is S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E, and then Gas, G-A-S-S. So make sure you go check her out as well. She did not ask me to do this or put a plug in for her, but she is a podcaster that I started listening to, and she is perhaps one of the biggest um, reasons or instruments that God used in helping me get to this place where I could start a podcast. Um, There's a few other people I could kind of credit into that, that I listened to that actually told me good six months ago, you just need to jump. You just need to do it. Um, One of the hardest things in having a podcast is actually the starting part of it. And I've recently learned even more about myself, how I'm such a detail oriented person that I am my own undoing. I tend to procrastinate because I want everything to be perfect. I want all the I's to be dotted, all the T's to be crossed. (laughs) And so I have a really hard time planning. And so what happens is if I don't just sit down and pray about whatever it is God's going to lay on my heart to speak to you about, then I try to make it too perfect. And then what ends up happening is it's all me and it's not God. And that was not the purpose of this podcast. It's not meant to be about me and just my experiences. My podcast is is because God has had a purpose for my life and all the things I've gone through, but it's his purpose and his plan through me. And so I, I want to be here. I want to be real. I want to be vulnerable to you guys about the things I'm going through. So, you know, whenever you're doing something really great, there's always going to be opposition. Sometimes it's not what you would think necessarily, but you know, when I you know, as a Christian, I know most of my audience is probably somewhat God-believing or you probably haven't listened to me thus far. Maybe you're just jumping in here for the first time. I, I make it pretty obvious that I believe in God and without God, there's no way I could have gone through the things I've gone through. Even psychologists have literally told me, how have you gone through these things? There's no way you would have been able to go through all this and and just not have had a complete mental breakdown or you wouldn't have somehow died from it. And I've literally been told that. And what I told them was it's, it's because of God. It's because, you know, he is in my life and he is ultimately in control. I am not in control. So let me just tell you, (laughs) I had this kind of long and elaborate plan that as I was in the fitness world, you know, I could start a podcast and talk about my life, but then I would gain clients and do more things when it came to fitness because I love fitness. And I used to be a trainer. I became a, a certified personal trainer in 2013. I love all things having to do with nutrition. Even before I found out uh, I had fibromyalgia for sure, before I found out I was celiac or anything like that, I would I would have fun if somebody told me that they were going vegan or if they did tell me they were celiac or gluten intolerant, I would have fun making recipes and trying to help them continue having a fit lifestyle by helping them with those things, find um, good recipes or make new recipes for them. So I, I love doing that. I see that as a challenge and I love helping people. Uh, I love people 
uh, feeling better about themselves. And during that process, you know, I really didn't train very many people for, or any, anybody other than a few people, you know, basically online and then join a few different companies since probably, I think it was 2010, maybe 2011 when I had joined my first MLM multi-level marketing company. And you don't know what that is. There's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of companies out there that have this network marketing thing going on. And I found one that had their foot in the fitness industry. They were a brand new company. And, you know, I thought, hey, I'm going to work with them because they had a product that when I had cancer gave me so much energy and helped me lose a little weight. And, you know, I feel like the story of my life for all my adult life until, you know, about, you know, seven, eight years ago was all about, Hey, I need to lose a few pounds or I want to be more fit. I want to be strong. Well, that's the thing is, is that as I've said, when I did my athlete search video for first form, I was so focused for so many years on the fitness aspect and my outside health that I neglected the inside. And I didn't realize what I was doing until I finally opened my eyes one day and just saw that I was in this cycle and I, I, my world fell apart. And when that happened, I had to finally start from the bottom. I learned that, you know, to be truly happy in life, it's a, it's a huge foundational thing. And if you're going to re do a foundation of a building, for example, say it's a giant building and there's a crack in that foundation and it's not solid. Everything that's going to be built is going to end up with cracks in it. There's going to be issues with the building, right? So you have to build to rebuild the foundation. And what do you have to do? You have to dig really, really deep. So basically when I fell apart, we're only talking somewhere between 2016, 2017 here. And I, I completely crumbled. My fortress was gone. I was a basket case and I survived off of God's word. And if I could have lived in churches, I used to joke around about that. I probably would. I literally went to three churches every week, multiple services, you know, one I would hit up on Wednesday night and one on Saturday and then another one on Sunday morning, another one on Sunday evening. I mean, shoot, if they would have had services more often, I probably would have been there because it was my safe place and because the world had failed me. The system had failed me. Relationships had failed me. I had failed myself. Everything felt like a big failure. And I guess that's where this podcast is kind of born out of because that is not the way we're supposed to feel. It's wrong for us to think that we're a failure and it's kind of selfish of us to think that because there is such a big picture going on. The problem is we try so hard to do everything in our own power and for our own reasons that we're not doing it for the right reasons. We're not looking from a godly perspective, a big picture perspective. What is God's purpose for us? And so, you know, I started building back up with a a much stronger foundation realizing who I was and I had to find that in God. So as I, as I rebuilt, you know, I, I realized that health was not like all fitness. It was, 
more inner health than the outer health because you could be doing all the fitness things and eating all the right things and taking all the right vitamins. But if you're doing all of those things, you're not going to be truly healthy. Even superficially, you may lose the weight. And I had done so. I was 115 lean pounds, lean meaning pure muscle and bone. I had like no body fat when I was, you know, in my early 30s. But again, like I said, like I alluded to is that I had no um, health when it came to my mental health. I thought I did. I didn't think I had all these issues. But obviously, you know, it says in the Bible, by your fruits, you will know them. And everybody else, I think, knew that. They knew that on the outside, I looked like I was put together and, you know, starting businesses, just always looking for the new, next new thing. I know people often wondered, why is she so busy? She's always doing something, doing something, doing something. And that is, is such an issue right now with so many people. I think a lot of people my age and younger, we fill our, our, our lives with thing after thing after thing. We say yes to everything. We don't have strong boundaries. We're not able to say no to people at church. We're always, you know, doing it, but why? And sometimes it's not because we think that we're trying to get the glory ourselves, but we're just filling our lives with all of these things, thinking we have to do all these things to prove to somebody that we're worthy, I guess. And I I didn't think that that's what I was doing, but when it all boiled down, I didn't feel worthy. And to God, it's, it's not like I knew I could earn a salvation and do all these things and get some kind of glorification. I knew that. I knew that my salvation was secure and my place with God is secure, but I had to truly understand his love for me. And I didn't understand that till I was so broken. And I, and if you can pray for that, it's such a dangerous prayer. I've talked about Craig Rochelle in my last ones. And I, I've talked about how I prayed those dangerous prayers many years ago and it started to break me because you ask God to reveal to you areas of your life that you are holding on to and to break you in those areas so that you can look to him and I promise you if you start to pray that he will reveal those to you it is a scary thing and it's kind of like praying for patience Um, (laughs) if you've ever prayed for patience then you'll know what I'm talking about My youngest daughter's middle name is Patience. Why, you ask? Because her father thought that it would be humorous to name her uh, with the middle name Patience because it was not something I had. And I felt like, oh my goodness, did you curse me with this child's name, (laughs) middle name being Patience, because now she is seriously trying my patience. Not now, but when she was younger. Um, She is probably the most impatient child. (laughs) Uh, that I've, at least any of the ones that I've birthed. So, you know, I I thought that was a little bit of humor as well. I think God does have a sense of humor when we think we know what we're doing. Uh, But anyway, back to what I was talking about. So God brought me full circle to realize how I needed him and how I was complete in him. And that's why I said, a few episodes ago, if you're in a relationship or if you're looking for a relationship and you're looking for someone to complete you and you tell people that the person that you're with is that missing piece of the puzzle, wrong, wrong. 
Sorry, spoiler alert, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but they are not your missing piece. They are not. There's nowhere in the Bible that says that you need another person. In fact, the Bible is very clear that we would do better alone. Yes, it does talk about having three strands and how three strands are better than two or better than one. Three strands being us and another person and God, but that doesn't necessarily even mean in a relationship sense if you truly study it. It can mean, you know, when it talks about where, you know, numerous people are gathered in my name, there I am with them. So, you know, those types of things. Meanwhile, in all this time, I had started, you know, a business and had gone away from doing the personal training aspect, even though I was very into physical fitness. And again, kind of fell back into that, constantly trying to get back in shape and lose weight because I started gaining weight. Imagine that, got remarried. That's usually what happens when I'm happy is I tend to put on weight because I eat a little bit more. I love food. I am one of those people that eats when I'm happy. When other people are happy, sometimes they don't eat, but I guess I do. And I love food. (laughs) Have I not told you that? So, you know, all of that, you know, it kind of comes full circle because you repeat the patterns if you haven't totally fixed them. And so even though God had worked on my heart, there's still been a lot of lessons that I've been learning constantly. So, you know, last year when COVID hit and I was listening to podcasts and started doing more uh, with uh, working with First Form, um, working with them, learning a lot more, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get my, I'm going to recertify and become a personal trainer again. That is the direction I'm going to go. And I'll just learn how to do it more online and do a, you know, through first form as well, working with them, getting my supplements from them. Now I'm not hired by them. I'm not under a contract or anything by them. I get all my supplements from them. It's not like I'm going out there making this big commission. Now, if somebody buys something from me, do I get a small commission? Yes, I do. Um, you know, they have an app, which is an amazing app, which is why I like to use it because it's so easy for somebody that's online, a personal trainer, uh, to see what the you know people are doing, what they're eating, if they're putting it in there, um, and things like that. They can put their pictures in there and their weight in there. And I love the app. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love the products. They have very high quality products, uh, very high quality, the highest quality I've seen, and they cover all the bases. And it's not more expensive than most companies out there. Most of these companies that are true MLMs and first form is not an MLM. Not at all. I cannot bring you on to sell or anything like that. That's not how it works. Uh, You do have to, um, if if you're going to promote them in any sort of way, they have expectations and they don't want you just promoting them because they're all about education and educating people on why they need certain supplements. Um, uh, Why, you know, all the whys of anything fitness and nutrition related. And they expect you to have certain qualifications and get certain qualifications and they train you and so on and so forth. And it's not a surprise to many people that since 2017, when I first found them, that I, even though I wasn't, you know, selling products or really even using products originally, they had put out a search for an athlete back in 2017 as they'd been doing. And I tried to go for it. And then (laughs) because of all the drama from um, the the man I was seeing at the time, my husband, and his children's mom, 
decided to start stalking me and getting in my business, stalking everything on social media, I had to stop because I could not emotionally handle it. I had gone through a lot of emotional things in the last few years. And even when I had started dating my husband, I had told him, I can't handle the drama. I have a seizure disorder that they have related back to stress. And one of the things the psychologists or psychiatrists rather had told me was that I have a tendency to fill my life with more things because I can't handle the things that were already that I've already been through. So my way of dealing with it was trying to outrun it by doing more and more and more and more. And basically what they explained happened with my seizure disorder was that I finally couldn't run, I couldn't outrun it anymore. And it all caught up with me and it was too much. And so my mind basically just blanked out. They literally said, there is this phenomenon and it's a seizure type phenomenon where it's, they said it's like plugging something in to a circuit that's too high for it. And it basically cuts out and they basically said my life is too much for my brain to handle and to grasp that it would just cut out. And, you know, one of the times was even, you know, multiple times back to back to back. So of course, with all that going on, the extra stress of this woman who, you know, was bringing even friends uh, into it, trying to call me, harass me. It was a lot. Um, you know, my husband and my relationship, we almost lost the relationship and didn't make it to being married because it was so much. And I, because of what I had been going through and, you know, how I explained that I'd done some mindfulness training and started working on myself and becoming less reactive and working on waiting and responding um, with the right heart and praying through things because this person did not complete me, but because God did, I didn't react and I waited and I waited for God's time. And then when it was right, then we did get married and things have changed and settled down considerably. And it was a little more natural time for me to get back into social media a year ago. And does she still stalk me? Yes, she does. And I know it because my wonderful uh, stepchildren will come back and go say something about it. Or the other day, I think it was on like TikTok, I saw that she started following me. And then one of the kids mentioned it, that their mom had just got TikTok again. And there's been times like that for my Instagram or whatever. And it's hard for me because it's a public account because I've been so into the fitness working with first form and then still, you know, having that elusive goal of becoming, you know, this first form athlete based on that I've overcome so many things and yet I'm still going. I don't let it stop me. I don't let it hold me back. And again, that's what I'm here for is because I want you guys to see why I keep going. (laughs) I want you to be able to have some of that if there was some kind of superpower juice in me that keeps me going, some special battery power, I want to impart it to you. But it's not me. It's not. And that's what I want to share with you. That's the purpose of my podcast. So, you know, in the last six months, I started realizing, hey, I'm spending way too much time on social media. And, you know, I I, I stopped spending as much time I would hop on to just make my posts and people would be like, oh, didn't you see such and such on Facebook? No, I didn't because I don't browse Facebook. No, I don't browse Instagram. Not very much. Every once in a while, I'll get on TikTok only because I love all the little 
German Shepherd or puppy things or sometimes horses, but usually the German Shepherds. That's usually the one that gets me all the cute little uh, TikToks that people post about that. I love all that. So, you know, that being said, I, I had to really work at not being on social media all the time, but at the same time, it was still something that, you know, working with any kind of company, they're trying to be saturated into the now market. You know, what are people doing right now? They're on Instagram. So we're going to capitalize on Instagram and they teach you the, all the logistics of Instagram and how to work the system and you know, how, you know, how many times you should be posting every day and when you should be posting and the hashtags you should be using, how you should be connecting with people how you should be posting certain things on your story. And I don't disagree with that. However, as a woman of God, as a mom, as a wife, I found that it's easy to get consumed and to almost let that be an idol in my life. Maybe it's not in yours. Maybe you're able to sit back and and tell me, hey, you know what, Kara, I'm on there all the time and I'm posting all these things. But... I know I can't do that. I tell myself I can do it. But then at the end of the day, how much time did I really spend on there? Or, you know, did I sit here thinking about what I was going to post and coming up with a good post when really like, or, or a picture sometimes, <laughs> I kid you not. There was one time I literally, um, I needed some good pictures and I had been sick and I think it was when I had COVID. <laughs> I went into the bathroom and I took, I took a bunch of outfits in there. My husband was like, what are you doing? And I set my camera up and I took a bunch of pictures and I was able to change the background. I'm not proud of that. Um, But everybody else did it and they would tell me how they would do it. And so they would say even, hey, you can do a video and then you just screenshot your pictures. They're not good quality pictures, but I was able to get pictures that I felt good about myself in especially since I lost a little weight from COVID, right? <laughs> so, you know, there. if you're going to that sort of level, if you're spending a couple of hours, you know, trying to do photography to get those perfect pictures to post on Instagram, if you're having to set something up and fake some scenario because you think that would look cool for Instagram, I have an issue with that. I'm pretty sure God has an issue with that. That's fine. Maybe you don't have that same moral compass. I just avoided it. I just avoided it. I just kept doing it. Okay, yeah, yeah, but I'm just going to I'm just going to keep I'm just going to keep doing it because I didn't know how to just stop because I felt like I have people counting on me. I have a fitness group that they're all waiting for me for the next thing when I would go live on Monday nights and Friday nights and do giveaways and try to give them some piece of wisdom and talk to them about different things. And then I, you know, sometimes I would have that imposter syndrome, which was silly because I do have the qualifications for that. I really do. But you know what it was, is that I knew it wasn't right. I knew it wasn't what God was wanting me to do that. God told me a year ago that he wanted me to start. Essentially, he I know it it was him that orchestrated me listening to Stephanie's podcast because she was, she would talk so clearly about God's purpose. And if you're doing something that's not God's purpose for your life, you're basically just spinning your wheels. And I resonated with that multiple times over the last year. I, I thought about it 
And I, I would tell my husband and I would get tearful and emotional and say, I, I don't want to do the wrong thing. I don't want to do what is not my purpose because I'm here. I'm here and God saved me from all these situations and things that could have killed me, stupid situations, things I, I did myself for a reason because he has a purpose and he wants me to share this journey with other women who have been going through things. So maybe you feel that way and maybe you feel like God has called you to something and it's not whatever you're doing. And it's so scary to think about something different. Maybe you went to college for four years, maybe two years, maybe it was longer, maybe it was six years or eight years. Maybe you've gone and done multiple degrees. Maybe you just keep trying to fill your life with all sorts of things. Maybe it's courses, maybe it's becoming something different. Because if you just get to that next thing, if you just get a little bit more education, then you can do this or then you can do that. And then you'll just do this as well. Maybe you've got several jobs. I have an amazing friend who I love dearly who has multiple jobs. And she was really struggling with it because, look, she probably honestly didn't know her purpose. Do you think God's purpose is for us as moms to run around with our heads cut off, not having time for us and to enjoy our families, our kids, our spouse? But why? Because of hurt that happened when we were younger from hurt that happened as we've gone through life and we've just added hurt. So we're just going to go ahead and continue to be busier and busier and fill our lives with things. Social media is so fake, so fake. Spoiler alert. It's just, I've been in the fitness industry. The fitness industry is fake. I love first form, but unfortunately, so many of the people that strive to be these athletes in there are being fake. Maybe they're striving for a different position within the company, but I've seen it because I've been in it and I've gotten so consumed with it that I lost who I was and what my purpose was. So all of this sort of kind of came to head in the last few weeks where God just basically kept telling me, you're not, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. I gave you all this. You started the podcast and you're still trying to do your own agenda. And I wanted to get on here today to share that I had been going through this because now I've I've been going through a process of, like I even did with you guys, um, of looking at the truth. What does God's word say? Who am I in Christ and what am I supposed to be doing? Am I kingdom mindset? Am I thinking of, you know, what I want most and what God, God wants most? Or am I trying to do what Kara wants right now? Do I want immediate gratification? Do I win a, want to win a contract with a company that's going to pay me 50 grand a year? No. No, I mean, I think that I do sometimes. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I have to like slap my hand and go, you know what? 50,000 really isn't that much. Honestly, anymore, it's not. It's, it is a huge compliment. And are there all these things that come with it? Yeah, but what for what? For physical glory? No. And I know that even through fitness, my purpose is to help people. So why do you get lost in competitions? And why do we get sucked into these things? Uh, maybe 
it's giveaways on social media. I know people that enter every little giveaway and follow all these people and they spend their time entering free giveaways and free this and free that. And they literally spend so much time on the internet every day. And it's so sad because their kids are growing up around them. They don't get their mom. How, how are they relating to you? Are you, do you even know your kids? Do you know the lingo they're using, the things they're watching, the things they're doing, the things they like to read, the things they like to write, what their strengths are at school? Do you know these things? Because looking back at myself, if I look in the mirror and I ask myself those questions, I will fall apart because I don't know those things as well as I should because I just get so busy in what I'm doing in my own life. So I had to take a pause and say, you know what? I'm not training. I'm not even having a part in that. I'm going to go to the gym and take care of my health. Am I, am I a personal trainer? Absolutely. If somebody needed help, if they reach out to me, I'm going to help them to the best of my ability. But that is not God's purpose for me. Is it a skill? Absolutely. Could he use that skill somehow in me coaching somebody else? Absolutely. If we're working on our health, our internal health, and you come to me and you're going through all of these uh, courses with me or you're doing some kind of one-on-one mentorship with me and I'm coaching you through all of these things, the things that we need to change and get you to that next level. And then we get to an area where you want to talk about that physical, the fitness, the nutrition, all of that. I am your girl. Absolutely. But you know what? By me trying to do both at the same time, having this group and having this goal and not letting it go and giving it to God, completely giving it to God. I was fooling myself. So just a little raw honesty of where I've been and what has been going on because I love this podcast. I love that I get to share my experiences and what I'm going through. And I have so many, like I said, episodes that I would love to talk about, but I have to be real. I have to say, Hey, I have to do all of these things first. So I'm working on you know, some courses to help you. If you are in that position, if you have been with an MLM or, you know, some kind of network marketing company, maybe you still want to do that, but maybe you find that you're, you're letting that be an idol in your life, that somehow that has become your family and your own family, your, your husband or your children have been replaced by these other women because you feel like you're part of something different. If you're starting to get sucked into that, if you think that you have to be on social media and you're doing all these things for free, you're spending all your time and your resources, but you're not spending time with your kids and what matters. If you're not, if you have to say no to the things at church because you're too busy doing all the things on social media, you probably have a problem If you have to say no to hanging out with your kids, I would say every day, then we probably have an issue and we need to look at how to help you with your time, some time management, and that may come to, you know, some hard decisions. We're going to do some prioritization. We're going to go through and look at your schedule and of course, do kind of an evaluation of how much time you're spending on what. 
just because I had to do this. I've had to do this and look at my time and realize where am I spending my time? And I'm going to tell you, I wasn't even spending that much time on social media in the last weeks and months leading up to me even talking about this. It's not like I was spending more than an hour a day on my phone. I was probably spending 15 minutes on social media, but where was my heart? And that's what I had to get down to. Where was my heart and how could I change to have that kingdom mindset, that eternal mindset and stop thinking of what I want now, what I want that's temporary, what won't impact anybody, you know, for generations to come. And you talk about legacy. How are you going to leave your legacy? What is your legacy going to be? Let's just end on that note. And I'm going to say a quick prayer and let you guys just absorb that and pray about this. And I'm going to say a prayer specifically for that. And I want you to be aware of that because if you're not ready for it, you may not want to listen to this last prayer because I'm going to pray that God works in you and reveals these things to you. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I've talked about so much. Lord, you give me so many things that you've laid on my heart to share with these these women and these listeners that I have. Lord, you know my heart is heavy for them because I have been there. Lord, I pray that as they listen to this and as they go from here, Lord, I pray that you reveal to all of us anything that is in our lives that are slowing us down and are blocking us from everything that you have for us, Lord, and that you reveal to us those things, the things that we are putting above you and that we are putting above our children and our families. Lord, we know that you have given us God-given priorities and that you don't want anything to be an idol in our lives, Lord. It's so easy for us to get sucked into things on the television and social media and on the internet in general, especially if we're working online, Lord. I pray that you protect us from that, Lord, and you reveal to us, you open our eyes to those things that are drawing us away from our families and from the women that you have created us to be, Lord. I pray that you begin to show us your purpose in our life, every single one of us, Lord. Reveal that to us and just lay that on our heart, Lord. Help us be open to that change that you have for us and all the opportunities and all the amazing gifts and blessings that you have for us if we would just put you first and stop putting all these other things and stop busying our lives with all the other things, the extra jobs, the extra things that we're taking on, Lord, that we can just be still and be silent and listen to you, Lord, that we can enjoy this life that you have given to us and the lives of those that we care about that are around us. I pray that we are able to go on from here, Lord, and move forward and have a refreshing perspective on our lives and everything that we put into that, Lord, that you give us that ability to go ahead and move forward. We thank you for everything you've been doing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.